Hi, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of the Bay Street Capital Holdings podcast titled How'd You Do It and Why Should I Care? This series aims to highlight women doing amazing work in various industries. So today we are so lucky to be joined by Jennifer Payne, who is DEI lead for TBWA Shire Day LA. Hi, Jennifer. Lovely to have you on the show. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. So let's first start off with an introduction as to who you are and perhaps the main answer to the question of the podcast, which is how do you do it and why should I care? Who I am? Well, of course, you, you already introduced me, Jennifer Payne. And um, I don't know, I think I, I like to say I'm, I'm an eclectic individual. <laughs> I have this very diverse background. And um, so but it, which leads to why I do it. Um, I don't know. I, I started out um, in communications. That's my first love. And um, I ended up in um, human resources for over 13 years, 13, 14 years. And as you know, human resources is such a people station. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about, you know, it, of course, it's about the company, the business, um, but it's more about the employees. And so um, I've just over the years, I've had such a people role. And so it was a natural progression for me to um, go into DE&I, um, which I'm here now. And I've, I've been in this space for uh, five years now. So, but in my HR years, I dealt a lot with affirmative action. Um, so, you know, it's just, again, a natural progression. Um, and I've, I've been somewhat of an advocate and an ally um, my whole life, um, mm-hmm. going back to kindergarten, literally, I have stories. So um, I think it's just something that's natural within me, but it's also a natural progression within my career. That's awesome. So what kind of inspired you to join the DE and I field? Was it one specific experience in your life or a culmination of experiences? Um, I think just the the advocacy of it all, mm-hmm. uh, again, reflecting back to uh, my childhood, um, every time I take a Myers-Briggs assessment and it pairs you with um, celebrities, you know, at the end, yeah. it tells you your celebrity comparison. And I always get Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, Malcolm X, as that's what they dig into my personality. So I've kind of been that... Um, advocate that one that one person that always befriended um, the person that had the least friends didn't have friends um, I will, I've always been that um, supporter um, since a little girl so again I just think it, it was just natural to be in this space um, to be able to advocate and and, and, and fight for others um, of course I can't talk about this space without talking about 2020 last year mm-hmm. um, so big um, Big year, big deal. Um, A lot of things happen. um, A lot of change. We still have ways, so many, so many more ways to go um, for more effective change. And so in 2020 was really like that turning point that gave me that aha moment of this is why I do it. This is why I'm here. Um, Because a lot of, a lot of people um, and especially employees uh, who, who still had to work, um, were internalizing, you know, they internalized, they were grieving inside. Um, they were saddened by the state of affairs of what was going on and still had to show up and do their best Exactly. So to, to um, be in that role, to be able to help them as much as I can 
and attempting to do their best. Um, you know, it's, it's just kind of what I do. So mm-hmm. that's the why. <laughs> and um, obviously with DEI, you basically can't learn it in a book because it's people's own experiences. So what mm-hmm. were the best resources that helped you along the way? Um, I, I have to say just um, for strategic reasons, because um, there's a strategy to this. Uh, I listen to a lot of TED Talks. Uh, one of my most favorite TED Talks is by Verne Myers, who leads DEI initiatives over at Netflix. Um, and there are books. So um, reading books and um, believe it or not, watching the news, CNN, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, watching what's happening, um, you know, watching, um, you know, how you're, you're literally watching life as it's unfolding, you know, it's, it's unfolding before you and um, you're watching and in, in learning how decisions are made and how you can be um, an aid in maybe changing those decisions and policies. And um, so, I mean, it's just a combination of everything. I mean, honestly, just life because mm-hmm. um, DE&I, um, it, it, it changes with life. Um, whatever is going on in the world, that affects, you know, how we embrace um, that, how we, come together with, uh, I have to say from an employee standpoint, workplace standpoint, how we embrace our employees, you know, what's going to be the talk of the day. And literally that's how it was in 2020. We braced ourselves because every other day we had no idea what was going to be the talk of the day from COVID to George Floyd to Breonna Taylor. And the list goes on and on and on. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's, but I say life and everything else, books and TED talks and things of that nature have been my biggest Um, and so I'm guessing since you kind of were a go-getter and you found all these resources by yourself were there any lessons that you wish you would have known before joining the DE&I field yes my biggest lesson is give yourself grace Mm. um you know being in this field and in you know having a title as a chief diversity officer or a DEI lead or diversity inclusion director and stuff like that um, people automatically, you know, assume, and sometimes you put that heavy burden on yourself that you can fix it all and that yeah. you know everything. And that's not the case. And you have to give yourself grace and allow yourself to the, the leverage to evolve because mm-hmm. life is ever evolving, changing, and we have to adapt and change with it. And so the biggest lessons the biggest lesson I, I, you know, I, I wish I had knew from the start is to breathe and give yourself grace. Yeah. And following on from that, it seems like you've learned a lot and I'm curious, what would you say was your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? Um, I would say my biggest failure would have been, um, uh, not, not following my passion I originally, I studied communications. Yeah. I wanted to be in a journalist and on-air personality. Um, but um, I allowed money to create my path. Um, and I, I, I truly believe everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Um, but I learned a lesson. The greatest lesson is um, go with your passion. Go with what you love. When you, when you do what you love is never work. The money will come. Because when you have that much excitement and passion into what you're doing, the money will come. 
when I was young. So I chased the money. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure. That's a great lesson to learn very early on in your career, I think. Mm-hmm. Just be happy in the job and don't kind of follow the money. Yeah. Yeah. And following on from that, I think you've been giving some really great pieces of advice throughout this call. But what is one piece of advice that you would give to somebody who was wanting to join the DE and I field? Hmm. Um, pack your patience and stock up on those adult beverages. <laughs> uh, it won't hurt to have a case of wine. Uh, again, this is truly an advocacy role. OK, and it's not easy. Um you have to try to be there for everyone. Uh, a lot of cultures, again, hence I have to just reflect back on 2020. A lot of cultures, not just the Black culture, um, suffered over the last year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have to try to be there and hold the hands and comfort everyone while at the same time you're fighting your own personal battles you're also grieving internally. You're also trying to take a breath and take it all in. But you have to do that. You have to take care of yourself and also try to take care of others at the same time. So it's not like when you're on the plane and they say, put your mask on first before assisting others. When you're in this space, oftentimes it feels like I'm securing the mask and helping other people. Mm. So um, I just like to tell people, you know, pack your patience. And there's nothing wrong with some wine at the end of the night to go with it. (laughs) Awesome. And um, following on from that, I feel like people have been hearing a lot about DE&I, especially after last year. But Mm -hmm. what would you say is one common myth about the field that you would like to debunk right here, right now? Uh, I think I mentioned this earlier, that in this field, we know everything. Mm -hmm. You know, um, when things happen again, you know, in the world, um, things that happen that affect the workplace that, 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 you know, that where DE&I is, is, is present. Um, you know, people come to you and, you know, well, what, what should we do? And it's like, okay, hold on. Let me, I need to think for a minute. I don't know everything, you know, <laughs> life is happening so fast. Um, one thing about this work that I really do enjoy is, um, it's never the same situation twice. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's different. It, it might be the same uh, story a little bit, but it's different circumstances. It's happening to different people. There's different ways which you may want to handle things depending on the culture, the background, and all of that. So a lot of it, like I said, a lot of it is very strategic. Um, you, you, you constantly you know, need to stay in the know, and you're trying to stay in the know. You're trying to stay in line with life as it's going. And so I think the biggest myth is that we know everything, you know. Yeah. And more about you. I'm curious, what have you read or listened to recently that's really inspired you? Um, I, it was a discussion led by Patrice Palmer. And um, Patrice is a cultural storyteller. And uh, she, uh, they, she goes by, uh, they, they uses the gender pronoun they, um, came to TBWA virtual, of course. And um, Patrice gave a, uh, there was a discussion on gender pronouns, acceptance and diversity inclusion. Um, Patrice was such an inspiring, impactful 
move of, of, of force. It, it was just a force of nature. You know what I mean? I can't even, I don't even have the right adjective mm. to describe Patrice. Um, just phenomenal. That's, that's, that's the best thing I can <laughs> say. And speaking, yeah, and speaking about inspirational people, who are three people in your life who have been the most influential to you? Number one, I would say hands down my mother. Um, but when I look from a business perspective, uh, Bernay Myers of Netflix and Melissa Butler, who is the owner of the lip bar, um, Bernay and Melissa, uh, love to listen to them, listen to their stories. Um, they're such powerful forces of nature, um, entrepreneurs, you know, Bernay works in Netflix, but I, I call her an employed entrepreneur, um, I mean, the, the, these are some dynamic go get them women type go getter type women, and um, I just I just uh, I I enjoy watching their progression, um, you know, and what they do um, as far as work and, and entrepreneurship and, and um, what they do for um, not only Black women people of color um, they're just inspiration. So and then my mom that's my mom you know. She's the reason why I am who I am today. Awesome. And then finally, to wrap up our conversation, what is one piece of advice that you wish you gave yourself at any point in your life? Breathe, rest, get back up and do it all again tomorrow. It's going to be okay. Awesome. Well, <laughs> I think that's a really lovely place to end our conversation. So thank you so much, Jennifer, for taking the time to speak with me today. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>